0: Hey everyone, thanks for tuning into this episode of the Aquademia podcast. I'm Sean O'Loughlin, I'm Justin Grant, and I'm Maddie Cassidy. And today, we got something different for you. Believe it or not, we brought a guest on who is not in the seafood industry. Well, he is Directly,
1: now. Directly anyway. He we, he we is officially now. initiated him. But he wasn't before.
0: We had a a ceremony and everything. He's now officially part of the seafood industry. We are sitting down with Daniel Ankerstrand from Siberian Stockholm, which is a fashion company who makes, he makes accessories all by hand, all by himself with salmon leather, which is just super cool. Really cool.
1: Yeah. I said this while we were talking to him, but I didn't even know that this was a thing until he reached out to us. So... This is a really interesting conversation, and you guys are going to get a lot out of it. It's really cool. Yeah,
0: some beautiful products. Daniel
1: is a listener of the podcast, too.
0: That's right. He reached out to us as a listener and said, hey, I think I got something that you guys want to talk about. And he was right. So (laughs) that's what we did. But before you go listen to the full episode, make sure you subscribe to Aquademia wherever you're listening right now. Wherever podcasts are podcasts, we are there. Make sure you hit that subscribe button to make sure that you get every episode as soon as it's released downloaded directly to your device.
2: We're also on social at Aquademia Pod, and if you are one of those listeners that have a topic that you want to discuss on our show, reach out to us through email, podcast at AquacultureAlliance.org.
1: If you are listening on a podcast platform where you will have the ability to rate and review our podcasts, such as Apple Podcasts, we would love it if you could do that.
0: All right, let's get right into it. We will talk to you at the end. How's that? Not bad? That's great. All right. Uh, And and Daniel is from a company called Siberian Stockholm, and he's in Stockholm, Sweden. And this is awesome because it's a little bit different because Daniel is not really technically in the seafood industry. You know, most of the people we talk to are um, big influencers in the seafood industry. But Daniel comes from a different industry. He's coming from the fashion industry and he's he's becoming one of us. in the, <laughs> He's becoming a fish person. So, Indeed. Daniel, why don't you, since you know the company better than I do, obviously, mm-hmm. why don't you give us a quick rundown of who you are and where you came from and what your company does, and we'll go from there.
3: Sure. I'll try. Um, yeah, my name is Daniel, and and I run um, Siberian Stockholm, and I I do leather accessories in, in salmon leather. And I've been done, I've been doing that since 2016, I think. I first, yeah, to, uh, I found, or 2016, I, the company is in the shape it is today. Uh, I started doing leather crafts in 2014, I think. Um, and why I started with salmon leather were actually because I wanted to do an upcycle project. I wanted to work with uh, um, crocodile, uh, old crocodile bags and, and remake them to luxury watch straps. It was actually the, my thought of it because I, I wanted to do, it's not necessarily something different, but I also want to work with a, with a different material. But the problem uh, besides that you have to find nice old crocodile bags uh, that you're going to yeah, remake. It's also a lot of um, uh, legal problems with that, because you have to you have to show that the product is made before 1943. Hmm. And, and that's more or less. I, I don't know really the technical stuff about it, but it's it's, it's just because after that, you have the I don't know if you can say, but cita, cita marks, to marks to show that the crocodiles are from uh, okay managed farms. More or yeah, less. some okay.
2: regulatory stuff. Uh, exactly probably yeah. how you were getting the leather prior to 1940s.
3: And that, that goes all the way back yeah. to the 40s, huh? Yeah, and then, wow. I, I don't know really why that date, but it's probably when they started doing the certifications,
2: more or less. The regulations, kind of like it, the yeah. lead paint from the 70s, right? If your house was built before
3: the 70s, yeah. you want to che-
2: don't eat the paint. exactly.
3: <laughs> and then and, uh, and, uh, no, but yeah, so so that's a big problem that you have to. When you find a secondhand crocodile bag, you also have to somehow show that it's made before 1943. Uh, so and, and it was just impossible in, in the long run.
1: And I'm sure even finding them is difficult too.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You. Yes. Everything. But it, <laughs> also, it wasn't the start, and it was just I was. Uh, it's it's felt like a cool thing to do, and like a. A good a, it felt good to just try to remake stuff until in in new shapes but then I just stumbled upon Solomon leather I found it on like a I think it was a, a new age website more or less that sold uh, fancy stones and the rocks and the Solomon leather uh, hmm. and uh, I asked to order a couple of skins and it it was beautiful it's it's, it's just the same like my my picture of the what's now Siberian Stockholm ha- had it with Soloma Leather, that is a byproduct. Uh, you remake from it's, it's remade from some something else. And it's also it's a beautiful material and it's from Scandinavia, where, where I'm based. So it felt it felt good to work with a uh, like why why work with exotic material that doesn't exist in, in Scandinavia when you have mm-hmm. the Soloma leather? um so it's for me it just made sense to to try to experience with that because it is you have worked with solomon leather for ages but but in 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 this in in uh, do it in like a high fashion manner is is pretty new so so it's you have to do everything from the beginning but it's also something that has been good for the company that it, I'm, it's not that many people that work with it, but also it it's, it's it gives me the possibility to do something something new.
0: And it is a beautiful product. Uh, we will link to the website. It's SiberianStockholm.com, but we'll link to it in the show notes, and you can see um, the different products that he has. And, uh, you can really tell, I mean, there's a, a couple products on here that it's very clear that it is like from a salmon, like it looks yeah. like it's from salmon, but you he, he, he also have some dyed, some of them that are dyed, different colors. Yeah. And, uh, so can you just talk about, uh, before we get into the process of how they're made, I want you to kind of go through some of the products that you offer and, uh, and what you have that's made with this salmon leather.
3: Yeah. So, so, um, in the beginning I, I did mostly watch straps. I still do a lot of watch straps, um, but also it's like my standard um, accessories are different kind of call card holders and wallets, uh, travel wallets, and I also. But besides that, I do a lot of uh, uh, bespoke work, so that can be ladies' bags, um, like. Everything that's in the small accessory range. I've done a couple of bags, and that's that's more for the future. Actually, that now uh, that, that you can um, when I do bigger panels. Pan, the last two years I worked like try to to do bigger panels of the salmon leather uh, because the it's just half. So it's not that big. A half of salmon, unfortunately, yeah. not that big. So you have to make panels of it. Um, so now I'm working on on uh, uh, a line of of uh, travel bags and uh, and that kind. But uh, but but still, it's um, besides my my range of uh, of uh, wallets and, and travel wallets. It's uh, mostly bespoke work.
0: So do you have people commission certain products for you? They'll reach out to you and say, "Hey, I want a I want a bag or I want a, a specific type of watch strap or or something
3: yeah most uh, or most of them but, but when it is yeah when it's bespoke it's all usually a customer comes to me and they maybe want uh a product one of my products but they want sometimes yes they want their names on it's a present a gift for someone mm-hmm. uh, or they want yeah i want one that fits my uh, inner pocket in my in my jacket and i want uh, two car slots instead of one or um, so, so that's a lot. The, usually they go uh, from my product and then they want to expand or or do something else with it. Or it can be like uh, watch watch straps. And why why I do a lot of those is because um, this is just um, the basic uh, sizes that the most uh, the commonly uh, sold um, are easy to find anywhere. But but when people have vintage watchers watches or they want a a certain uh, length or something it's pretty hard to get so so they and and of course they want to have something in solomon leather um but so most uh, of the time watch straps are are always custom made for vintage watches
0: i was looking through all this stuff and i think if i was to choose one i think i'd go for and this is for anyone who's looking on the website with us uh, if you want to buy one for me any of our listeners, <laughs> uh, I would like the travel wallet in the Himalayan gray salmon leather. I like that one. I think yeah. it looks. I think it looks like a fish, like salmon, yeah. which is kind of cool to me. So, if any of our listeners feel the need to go out and purchase that for me, I'll send you my address. You can send it over. <laughs> Only Sean uses
2: this platform for his own purposes. <laughs> Only, yeah, I'm sure. So, I want to backtrack a little bit. So we've mm-hmm. w- we've talked a little bit about the website we we talked that you're you're located in Stockholm Sweden mm-hmm. I guess what my question is is who do you supply from uh you have Norway which does a huge amount salmon is yeah. it's just the waters are perfect for it I want to know a little bit about supply and also the process how do you go from fish to leather
3: yeah um I, I work with uh, uh Icelandic tannery uh that uh, that the ladder, and and they bef- they they work with different uh, companies in in the in the Nordic Sea. Um, before before they worked a lot with the Faroe Islands, uh, a company there, and they just changed to a Norwegian company uh, uh, recently. I'm actually the first. Uh, I got the first thirty skins ever from uh, from from uh, Leroy Solomon. Uh, so it's super cool. Uh, so that I start working with now. Um, and so also. So you get it the,
0: as a byproduct from the processing. I'm guessing they'll yeah, they'll, the, they'll process f- from, and fillet um, the fish and then send you the the skins.
3: Yeah, or or no, I I get the the final product from from Iceland. Oh. Okay. But the Icelandic co- uh, company. They they get from uh, from Norway the fish companies uh, when they fillet them or and, and they process them they send uh, they send the, the skins unprocessed to to Iceland and and then they do in the process okay. and and that's uh, in it is completely different from tanning leather in in that sense that you have to um, I, I can't show it here but if you if you like the fish scales you see or the salmon scales mm-hmm. um you you um, how, how do you say detach them <laughs> uh, remove yeah you need de-scale. Rem- remove them and, <laughs> and what you have underneath is it looks like the actual scales but it's actually the pockets i don't really know the name actually i i, I talked with it about this so many times but but the, the pockets and, and and then they do the 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 regular uh tanning process where they lay in in bath with uh, and i, I don't want to say too much either because i not really know what they do in in there mm-hmm. but if you if you if you think about uh, the regular leather tanning that you lay lays in big big barrels in in bath um in water and then they and in pigment so you get the color you want or in like the Himalayan Himalayan color that i called it, it's like the natural that that mm-hmm. they they don't color it uh, they just leave uh, the the natural grains of the salmon in it so as a leather
2: expert uh, not me you uh, <laughs> how does salmon leather compare to alligator leather or snake skin snake skin or um, what else am I missing? Like steer hide, yeah, like leather, yeah. <laughs> the, the exotic leathers. So. Right, is it just softer, easier to work with? I mean, I, I don't. Yeah,
3: um, I, I say, like Solomon leather is actually. I cannot say that it's the easiest leather to work with because it's super thin. It's mm. um, in millimeters, it's zero uh, point five to zero point eight six millimeters, so it's it's very thin. But the thing with, with fish leather compared, I don't know. Uh, or like alligator and lizard. Alligator is thicker and more sturdy. sturdy. Yep. Um And lizard, too. But, but compared to uh, you know, cow or, or goat, it's, it's different. But, but the thing with, with salmon leather compared to, if I say, um, cow leather, is that the, uh, the fibers just go one way. In uh, in cow leather and in fish leather, they go like uh, they they go together from from all the directions. So like it's almost very, like it's woven. Yeah. So so it's it's uh, in in one way because it's so thin, you can you can uh, bend it or you can um, it's it's not as hard. Yeah. But but in the other way, to, to try to tear apart fish leather is more or less impossible like 0.5 millimeters of cow leather is, is like paper you can just rip it apart yeah. but uh, with fish leather it's it's incredible it's you can
0: so that uh, that makes the products more durable than if it was made with like a cowhide
3: yeah leather. um in in one sense but but still it, because it's so thick uh, thin I, I have to line it with other kinds of leather so I usually do the outside with fish leather and the inside with another kind of leather but then mostly like the high end products are are always made like that uh, anyway it doesn't uh, right. uh, affect the, the durability but but the cool thing with solo leather is like and and I um, is that it because it's uh, anyway the, the what I what I work with is it looks like a more or less like suede, it's it's, it's soft uh, and it's it doesn't and they have like left all the pockets, so so you, you have a a surface that is not even mm-hmm. uh, and um, and and with that it can be uh, or I thought it would be hard with stains or water resistance even though it's a it's a fish it's it's, it's now it's leather. <laughs> um but it, it's it's holds on pretty good very good and yes it gives a patina like uh we a veg leather when it's no chemicals in it then it's uh, all ages with yeah get a good patina anyway um and that's that's very cool with salmon leather but then you can do it different kinds of uh, um how how you want to feel i i like the suede kind of feel because it's something different compared to other exotics uh, yeah. and for me it represents the like the the scandinavian the, It's very simple but it's also uh but but something different um
0: so how do you do... What's
3: the process for dyeing it different
0: colors? Because you have some really interesting bright, bright, like bright green and blues yeah. on some of your products. What is the process to dye the actual leather? I mean, this is skin from a salmon, so yeah. I don't know anything about dyeing any type of leather, but um, I, no, I feel I, like I, it would not be quite very easy to do.
3: Now, I I, now I, I, I cannot say too much. I'm not... I, I don't know uh, too much about the dead actually coloring process but they they do do two different kinds of tannings in iceland they do the the pure vegetable tann and then actually a line that the uh, they colored by the mimosa tree the bark from the mimosa tree are in the the big uh, barrels uh, of water barrels so the skins lay with the with the tree bark and you get that color of the uh, actually it looks like the, the mimosa tree and then you can put in different pigments depending on which color you want it. Uh, and the other way that I do it's it's t- tan, uh, like the the process with the, the the water and the chemicals, and so you get the soft skin or the leather. Uh, and then they, I don't want to say too much here. Sure. I should should have asked them first, but they 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 no they re. Um, they do are uh, like a coating of, of, um, of color after. So we get, the they really bright or the, all the, the way deep, through the deep color. colors. Yeah. yeah, exactly.
0: And so those colors won't like over time, will they fade or should they stay that kind of vibrant color?
3: Yeah. They, they stay. It's, it's, um, I feel it, it's more like, uh, the, the, vegetable tan colors that it did it, it's darkness over time. Uh, mm-hmm. or, or it depends. Actually, I I have tried some colors that I don't have uh, on the on the web website because they like I had a super nice moss green, but after a couple of days of work, uh, uh, used it for a couple of days, it was uh, I don't know super dark green. So it's mm-hmm. already beautiful, but if you if you buy a product that are moss green, you get it more or less black in a couple of months. Mm. Uh, so I, I tried different colors and like my, um, the, the red color gets darkened, like like you will uh, think about, uh, again, that uh, um, vegetable tanned leather, that you get a more deeper color of it. Uh, but it differs a little bit, but all the colors darken over time, as leather do. Um, mm some of them like my my the black color gets a little more shine on it instead and it doesn't really be it doesn't go darker than 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 black
2: <laughs> so i have a, i have another question mm-hmm. uh, and i'm sorry if i missed it i had to s- step out for a second and log my d- daughter into one of her math lessons because it's virtual <laughs> learning right now yeah
3: no worries
2: uh, uh but is everything on your website, is that all handmade by you? Or do you have other
3: employees that are helping you um, fill um, this supply? No, I, I make it all, all, all myself. Uh, as I said in the beginning, when I started in uh, 2014, it was um, to... Or, or when I started with Leathercroft, if you say that. Mm-hmm. I was just I uh, I I I um I wanted to do or, or I, I got like an iPad sleeve I think it was from my from my mother-in-law and it, it doesn't it doesn't it didn't fit the the iPad. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like and I went there and it's like but how, how could I think I was just how could this be so expensive? <laughs> uh, yeah. and, uh and and, it, and 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 not my products now I know they are they are even more expensive, but <laughs> but 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 then I was like, I, I have to be able to do this myself. How, how hard could it be? So it's like it wasn't that big on YouTube, but you can get like leathercraft forum. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the US have a long history of leathercraft, so you can you can you can find old books, uh, and and I asked to try to learn the 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 salary way. Uh, um cell stitching so so in the beginning I did it with just uh, two needles and a thread everything by hand wow uh yeah, but it's and it still has its uh part in it like and some details of my work are I still do cell stitching because it's has to uh, it's a better strength of of the the stitching more or less but but anyway um Sorry, I, I went away but, but how I, yeah but, but, yeah so so but, but now I do it. I have my atelier here in, in Stockholm, but I, I still do it myself, but I do use sewing machines uh, and mm-hmm. try yes because the, the company have grown and I, I still want to do it the in-house way. I, I want to have uh, work with people uh, in the future. I hope I hope I have a whole team. Uh, but I, I want to have it in-house made because it's it's also it's it's so it's how I made it in the beginning and it's it's how I want to do uh, quality products. Yeah, yeah I think that's really that good integrity. integrity. To have. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and and with uh, with the Solomon leather because it is so still so uncommonly used. I I want to I just want to make sure that it's it is as good as I. I want it to be.
1: So I had never heard of salmon leather before you reached out to us. So no. I'm just like so intrigued by this entire idea. And I'm just wondering if there's any other like fish leather out there or if it's predominantly sa- salmon. I know you said that it, salmon leather, leather is pretty rare. Yeah. But are there, there other fish leathers out yeah, there? They,
3: they do it uh, actually a, a lot of different kind you you can do it with with uh, any fish more or less uh, it's not just uh, but the salmon for me is the it's like the salmon the fish itself is for me like the the king of uh, of fish more yeah, uh, especially oh, in yeah, the area it's, it's where you are, it's, it's, it's something beautiful with it, and it's it has a character that I, I like. Um, but then, like, they do a lot of um, I have to say it, it right in English perch, perch, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. Yep. leather, and it's also a lot from um, uh, but but the, those scales, uh, those fishes are or the scales are bigger, um, uh, but they still have the, like the same looks more or less the same as Solomon in leather but it's it's everything is much bigger um, mm. then you have the more like catfish and uh, mm-hmm. they do I, I don't remember the name now but the the big fish is most of like the the white fish you eat from from Asia the super like big fishes or something mm-hmm. exactly you can do big big skins with those as well it's, but so yeah, you can do it with um, more or less all ever fish.
1: And I would imagine it's probably yeah. more desirable to use a larger fish because like you said, you have to get like the, the individual yeah. slabs of, of each one. So it's probably easier to work
3: with. A yeah. Bigger yeah, you probably fish. aren't going
2: to make a jacket out of sardines
3: no exactly <laughs> no but the like uh, but it is uh, yeah as i when i when i sew some panels of it it, it takes it is time consuming uh, but but I, I still what i what i really like about the salmon I mean, is that they have this um, um, i think the scales or, or the pockets are very beautiful and elegant like the perch leather is uh, it has a more uh what can you say uh, it's weird to say it's more of an animal feel when it's animals but but <laughs> for for people just uh, to hear is fish leather is is it's pretty some people think it's weird some people think it's how is it even possible and, and then i think the salomon leather has the the aesthetic that i really like and that, that i see that people also in, think of when you think about an elegant or a luxury product uh, the salomon both as a as a fish and as the um, how the skin appears is very uh, if it fits that kind of pro- profile if you say like that
0: right well, I, well you may i don't know if you could tell but you know me sitting here in my white mm-hmm. t-shirt and my ll L. bean sweatshirt that i wear like three days a week i'm not <laughs> one that is really in the the high fashion um, crowd, and so I'm curious, what what's the demand like for this? Is there a lot of people that are really out looking to get um salmon leather products? Is it brand new, and and we're still trying to get the word out about it? Yeah. What is um and is it know, what kind of demand mostly, are you seeing, or are you seeing a lot of
2: stuff staying right in the like Scandinavian countries? No,
3: I or I, well, I I sell um I sell in Sweden maybe more but it's also when I sell products in Sweden it's mostly more or less somebody who knows knows me or have heard about the company but it's uh, by the spoken word Uh, but most of my most of my clients uh, besides that are like metropolitan can you call it like that big cities I I did it before the Covid took took over. I, I I worked really hard for Japan and Tokyo, and mm-hmm. I just started started uh, selling there. Uh, and and there, I think, like the Scandinavian aesthetic of the simplicity, us is, is pretty. The Japanese market is is like it very much. And then, like the like a Scandinavian um, um, fabric or or leather, as Solomon leather, it's also just a. Uh, uh, I see people really like it, but most people have never heard about it. So, right. so, so I I'm until have,
2: today because until, now it is being projected to all exactly. of our listeners. Now, but say m-
3: most of my customers are people that really want to be in the forefront. They want to have something that nobody else have. Uh, they see and, and, and the, it is high end or luxury products I make. Um, so it's uh, m- most of my customers are maybe use are used to buy these kinds of, of products uh, and and they they sometimes I feel like it's not the money that's the economy it's the unique uh, the unique uh, thing about it that is the, the thing why yeah. people buy it
2: well you're using a unique leather and you're also doing this yourself which is, is amazing. I think anyone, like you said, that's looking to, to have a piece of this and, and knowing that those factors just make it u- unique in itself. And I think yeah. when I look for products and again, I'm like, Sean, it's not that I'm a, a, a huge fashion person, but I know that if I ever buy anything for my wife and I know that I, I yeah. know the person who created it, I know the material and, and a lot of that, uh, adds a lot of, uh, extra value to the product so yeah
0: big time totally agree. and i'll say yeah. coming on this podcast is a great idea for you because uh, our large yeah. a large part of our audience is uh, within the seafood industry yeah well,
3: uh, it's so, obviously well, it's also what i what i have uh, like this year uh, um, for for most of people all, all over the world it has been a big change in how you both how you do the business and as uh, try to get the business uh, Get the going um, yeah. but but then it's also been a very good uh, past 6 months for me to to think so how can i how can i do different or how where can i Get the uh, uh, Siberian Stockholm what was the next step and and I asked, thought about like the 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 fish industry or the the aquaculture like I, I I have done a lot of research on how to may maybe get in seaweed try to you know work with seaweed instead of uh, of uh, nylon in 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 bags uh, like the lining to, because it's so much stuff. It is, it is very, it's, it's so, like um, I say, satisfying to, and scary in the same time to be the forefront because it's, nobody does, nobody have done it before, but I know you can. Like with seaweed, you have a lot of things you can actually do with that and to, you know, to combine fish leather and seaweed and, and it would be super cool. So so now Yeah, there's a lot of cool little, opportunities there. Yeah. I know there's
0: some people... Um, you know and not even just using farmed products but using reusing products like you originally talked about yeah. you, you know reusing old alligator skins and stuff but um i know that there's people out there who have used fibers from fishing nets and fishing ropes that are no yeah. longer in use and they've made dog leashes and and you know doormats and stuff like that so like there's a lot of other ways that you can kind of reuse and and get new bring new life out of a product that would just have been waste and and there's a lot of different things you can look at with that but what i was getting at earlier with our audience being primarily people in the seafood industry is that um this is a product that people in the industry would love because it is you know a direct representation of what they do for work, um, yeah. you know, they're literally, if their wallet is made from salmon skin, that's a a good representation of, hey, I work yeah. in the seafood industry, and I know there's people in the seafood industry that got all kinds of money that are into some of the high fashion kind of things, and they're going to be looking at these types of products. So, if you yeah. are one of those people, and you're listening to this show, make sure you go to his website in the show notes, and make sure you check out some of those products, because I think you guys would really like
3: them. Well, that's super cool. Yeah, but and I have to say also now when I I have talked with the with the people from the fish industry in the the aquaculture business in general, that it's it's like for me that comes n- now from the fashion industry. They are pretty. The fashion is, the fashion industry is what the fashion industry is. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty stiff, or it's not stiff, but 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 it's we'll hard. cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but Maybe. but but anyway, with with the, the fish industry, when I talk with people there, everybody is so interested. It's it's fun to talk about. They they like like what I do. They also like what we do with. They can reuse fish mm-hmm. uh, like a, a pure byproduct. So it's it's, very, a, it's said, a huge it,
0: thing in in the yeah. in the seafood industry, especially when when everyone's starting to adopt more sustainable practices. Yeah, they're really looking at how they can use every piece of the fish, so nothing or as little as possible goes to yeah. waste. So, for example, they're using bones and heads that they wouldn't normally use to grind that up, make it into fish meal for feed, to yeah. feed other fish. Uh, and then, you know, if they can find a use for the skin that that would normally be discarded, this is a perfect outlet for that. Yeah. So, um, you know, it just adds to the sustainability of the entire product, the whole fish. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm not surprised that you've seen a lot of interest from people within the industry that yeah. that are looking for something else that they can do to create less waste,
3: exactly. Yeah, and it's and it's, and it's also and it's nice to be a part of that because yeah. like the this industry. Well, has, it's a great story to add to your yeah. product as well,
0: Maddie or Justin. Do you guys have
2: anything else? If any of our listeners want to contact you, I know that we're listing uh, your website in our show notes. Yeah, but is there another way if they wanted to reach
3: directly yeah, to you? Is I, there a contact us page? And on- uh, you, yeah, you can you can contact. Uh, at SiberianStockholm.com, okay. But also, I, I'm—I actually where most I have the contact with uh, with uh, anyone is on Instagram. Okay. Siberian Stockholm oh, okay. at Instagram. And uh,
1: oh, I need to follow you guys. You yeah, should.
3: Me too. Yeah, the, and there's more or less. I still most of my customers come through Instagram, mm. and and I, wow. I really like I like the community. Of both uh, the crafting community and also now with the the fishing community is so nice and, and it's so easy it's an easy way to have a contact on instagram mm-hmm. so just dm me there or just contact me by the mail great well we'll make okay. sure we Perfect. send that yeah. put that in the show yeah.
0: notes as well and, and if you do contact him through the website or through instagram make sure you let him know that Aquademia sent you, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Maddie. Anything simple. else for Daniel?
1: I don't think so. This was so yeah. interesting. I'm so happy that you reached out to us, Daniel. I loved learning about this side of. I guess you are kind of part of the seafood industry.
3: <laughs> you are now. You are now. <laughs> Thank yep. you. Yeah, it's it's been great. It's been great to talk to you. Anything guys. else
0: you want to get out there while you're uh, while you're here with us, Daniel?
3: No, I think you got it. You can have All me right. on in a couple of months again. <laughs> Yeah,
0: <laughs> absolutely. Well, we, well, we again- wish you the the very
2: best in all your future endeavors with your company. I hope you continue to grow, and and we look forward to, like we said, follow you on Instagram and and see how you're progressing throughout this this whole. What would you call it? This just this whole process in, in yeah. your company. So we appreciate you coming on today.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to see what what's coming up next for Siberian Stockholm with the larger pieces. That'll yeah. be cool yeah. to see.
3: Thank you.
0: Well, thanks again for joining us, Daniel Ankerstrand. We really appreciate it. Again, that's SiberianStockholm.com. All the links will be in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining us.
3: Thank you, guys.
0: Folks, that was our conversation with Daniel Ankerstrand of Siberian Stockholm. Make sure you check out his website in the show notes. Make sure you are subscribed to Aquademia and make sure you tell your friends about us because we're awesome. We are awesome. And humble.
2: Yeah, if you are one of our social butterflies, follow us on Twitter at AquademiaPod or send us an email podcast
0: at AquacultureAlliance.org.
1: And we would love it if you could rate and review us on whichever podcast platform you're listening to us on.
0: That's right. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next time.
1: Bye.